0: we can just send a message right now. And it can literally open doors that we couldn't even imagine. You just have to make the ask. Can I get 10 minutes of your time? Can I show you some of my work? I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey. (coughs) Let's do it.
1: Let's bring some energy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Get It podcast. We've had a lot of action items lined up for you the past few weeks with the call and the 30-day challenge. So we hope you're giving some things a try and getting into action to start the year. We know that that is what it is all about. Uh, So let's make this year one of jumping in and figuring things out. And speaking of jumping in, let's just get into it, Ost. This week, we're talking about finding mentors, connecting Mm. with people that inspire you, and getting into the mindset of asking ourselves What if this worked instead of, eh, it probably won't work? This week, we're talking about what it means to make the ask.
0: Austin, take us away, bro. So this story, to start the week, starts as I was watching a class on Masterclass. Have you ever done one of those, Hunter? I haven't, but I've seen about a thousand advertisements for masterclass <laughs> on youtube. So it's only a matter of time before they break me down. I know, they do a lot of advertisements and my family and I this past year got a subscription that we all shared to to masterclass and the, my favorite one that I saw was a class on adventure photography with Jimmy Chin. Jimmy Chin, for those who don't know, is a National Geographic photographer. He's an academy award-winning director for his documentary Free Solo and he does amazing commercial work. He is in a lot of ways someone that I admire and look up to just by the way his storytelling abilities transcend boundaries and form and also his life is just one of adventure and epicness and I'm like, yes, give me more of that. <laughs> so when I saw that he was had a masterclass, I'm like, oh, I'm in on this. The class was great and one thing that really stuck out to me and that I've been thinking about for a while was something that he said towards the end of the class and he was sharing his personal journey going from someone who grew up in a family where the only career options were really doctor or, lawyer or engineer, to being someone who was an adventure photographer who was filming and photographing climbs, the likes that you can't even imagine. He ended up being, you know, just like dirt bagging in Yosemite. But what he was talking about in this story that really captivated me was how he found his first mentor. Leading into this story, he says, the greatest gifts. I have been given as a photographer and as a person have been the mentorships I've gotten. And I've always thought like, how well, how do you how do you get a mentor? How do you find mentorships? And I've started to cultivate some. I still don't feel like I've had a huge grasp on it. But this story really triggered something within me that he shared of how he found his first mentor who was named Galen Rowell. Yeah that's so Jimmy's yeah, so Jimmy saw this story in a magazine that was shot of climbers. I believe that it was in Pakistan, just these epic peaks. And Jimmy looked at the photos and was like, that is where I want to go. And he was thinking, okay, well, if that's where I want to go, if those are the types of photos who, why I want to shoot, well, then how am I going to learn how to do that? He looked at the photographer's name and it was this person named Galen Rowell. And he thought, well, if I want to do that, I better go to the person who knows how to do that. Better is, call Galen. <laughs> better call Galen. Galen at the time was huge iconic photographer Jimmy is living in Yosemite dirt bagging climbing all day he gets in his car because he hears that Jim uh, he hears that Galen has a gallery in Berkeley so he drives like the four hours from Yosemite to the gallery in Berkeley walks into the gallery and the receptionist is like who are you and Jimmy is like <laughs> Hey, I'm uh, I'm here to see Galen. I'm Jimmy, and the receptionist is like, uh, "Great, um, Galen's kind of busy right now. He just got back from an expedition. There's editors, so why don't you just hang around here? It's Monday morning. Why don't you just hang around and and see if see if he comes down?" Jimmy hangs out all day, just looking at magazines in the lobby. Nothing. At the end of the day, the receptionist is like, "Ah, sorry. You know, maybe try another day." And Jimmy, he's all he he's he's got that optimistic what if it worked mindset. And I was like, okay, I'll come back again tomorrow. Jimmy comes back again on Tuesday. Same thing. Goes the entire day. Does not see this guy. Comes back Wednesday. Comes back Thursday. Comes back Friday. He spent the whole week in this <laughs> lobby. Same thing happened every day. And then Friday afternoon, Galen Rowell comes downstairs looks at him, and he said, you must be Jimmy. <laughs> I will give you two hours of my undivided attention. He takes Jimmy up into his office, says, I heard you've been here all week, so I want to give, give you some time. He then brings down photos from his latest expedition. He shows them them, talks to him, and tells Jimmy that there's these two peaks out there in Pakistan, these unclimbed towers, and he said, this is your objective. And that really set Jimmy off, gave him the confidence, gave him an objective to go after. And that little push from a mentor that he ended up cultivating a great relationship after with. And that really set him on on the path he has gone down to this day. And the reason, Hunter, that this stuck out so much to me, one is the the amazing persistence of Jimmy saying, that is someone who really does what I want to do, so I'm going to go get it. I'm going to spend the whole week trying to get this person's attention. I mean, that is a lot of persistence and a lot of fire, and I love that. The other thing that's inspiring to me, Hunter, is it made me think how accessible the people who I admire most are today. An Instagram DM. I can find pretty much anyone's email. I can tweet at people. I mean, it is all these people are just at our fingertips but so often i go like uh there i feel weird about reaching out i don't want to like i don't want to bother them or or something like that i think about well oh, what if they don't reply yes you can do what jimmy chin did and go stay in someone's lobby all week and i love that i love that if you're inspired to go that mile however we can just send a message right now and it can literally open doors that we couldn't even imagine you just have to make the ask. Can I get 10 minutes of your time? Can I show you some of my work? I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey. All it takes is one message and you can be on the path that like Jimmy talked about in that story. What do you think Hunt?
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of times there's, I mean, there's just less gatekeepers nowadays as well. Like, you know, years ago you would have to call, you get a receptionist, you got a battle through the receptionist like Jimmy did in person but you're gonna have to do over the phone back in the day but now like you said there's really no excuse for not um, for not reaching out and seeing if seeing if there's something there and I think um, just on this idea of of, men, of finding a mentor of seeking out mentors and people that you could learn from I brought this up to you the other day actually as something mm-hmm. that that you know looking ahead this is something that I want to be very deliberate with. I want to find somebody specifically in in the uh for the partners venture um in, the board in, game you know in, in the board game venture and distributing this this board game in in North America um you know finding somebody who's who's traveled that path who mm-hmm. has experience in the field who could share insights with me on um you know what they've learned how I could potentially do things better quicker faster smarter mm-hmm. and I was, the reason why I was thinking about this in in even more detail was because I was listening to uh, How I Built This, amazing Mm. podcast by Guy Raz, and he was interviewing Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss is a very well-known author, you know, really interesting guy. And in the interview, Tim Ferriss talks about this startup venture that he was getting going with, and he was out seeking an investor and and a mentor, really. Um, A lot of time, investors end up being mentors. And uh, Guy asked him, like, how did you... You know how did you get these people to agree to 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 back you or to be your mentors or to help you? And Tim is like, that's a great question. and I think it's it's a great question to it's it's a great story to bring up here because it's like you know after you after you come to the to the realization that it's easier than ever to reach out to a mentor and that yeah. you want to, you know, what do you say? And what, what Tim had said really struck a chord with me. And this is, this is what Tim said. And this, again, this is just, you know, an idea and just how one person did it, but it really did strike a chord with me. And he said, guy, that that's, that's a great question. He said, you know, I really just, I had to just speak from the heart and pull at the heartstrings. And, you know, I looked, I looked this, this man in the eye and I told him, you know, there's, there's a million reasons why you probably shouldn't invest in me or you shouldn't give me the time of day. Um, and he's like, you know, the thing is, though, I'm sure at some point in your career, on your journey, there was somebody at some point who took a chance on you, who believed in you, who wanted to help you. And, you know, that's that's what I'm hoping that, that you can help me with. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that you can help somebody else with their journey. And, mm. you know, obviously you know, I, you know, I'm sure from there he said, you know, I, you know, I promise I'm going to, you know, work as hard as I possibly can. I'm going to, you know, challenge myself. I'm going to be the best person I possibly can. And, and hopefully you can help me on my journey. But I just thought that that was so powerful and something that I could definitely see myself doing because Mm -hmm. it really is the truth. You know, like every single, the, the mentor that you're seeking advice from, they've, you know, they, they most likely had a mentor. And I just think that, you know, the benefits of having a mentor, maybe you can speak a little bit to this as well, is how you sort of envision a mentor um, mm-hmm. fulfilling a certain, um, you know, a, a, a certain a, a certain need. I think that obviously getting perspective super important. Mm-hmm. Uh, cutting your learning curve substantially super important. Mm-hmm. But then also, uh, you know, we we talked about on the last episode with the call in terms of going on a journey with people you want to be on the journey with. Mm-hmm. I think that when you get a mentor, they end up becoming invested in what you're doing and they want to see you succeed and they're root and they're rooting for you and they're helping you along. And it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, you're, you're, it's like, it's like acquiring a new signing for your team and they're there pushing you forward and you have another
0: person to, you know, to go on the journey with. Absolutely. And I see a mentor really helping me and just, Guiding me so that I don't have to make the same mistakes that they did. Mm. And I like to go very specific with my mentors, like on very specific themes and topics. So, you know, I'd even love to set up a life where I have a mentor who's like my documentary filmmaking mentor. Uh, I like to have someone who's like my relationship mentor. I'd like right to have someone, you know, like my, uh, like new, uh, health and wellness mentor. You could kind of say like, that's my coach right now. I'm looking for, I'm, I'm looking for my board game mentor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So to get specific in, in the spaces that you want to develop. And I think that the place that I've done had the most progress when it comes to finding these people. And I I don't have any answers of like, here's the email you need to write to find a mentor or here's how long you have to show up and stand in the lobby like Jimmy to find your mentor. But the way that I found some of my mentors has actually been this the Austin Meyer podcast where I interview amazing storytellers about the craft of storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I'm not reaching out to people and saying, will you be my mentor? But what happens is they come on this show, they come on because I'm reaching out as someone who really loves their work. They get a chance to promote the work that they're doing and share and give back in a way that scales beyond just a one-on-one relationship. And in that moment, where we're speaking for 45 minutes to an hour, we create some sort of connection, some sort of relationship. And some of those people, you know, I've probably done 40 interviews with different storytellers. And a few of those have stood out, stood out as people that I'm like, wow, you know, I really resonate with the way that person thinks about storytelling. Or when they spoke to me, it really seemed like they cared about the journey that I was on. After the interview, they took a couple minutes to say, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. You know where? You know what kind of stories are you working on? Those are the types of people that I kind of cue into because not only have they have they been at this level in their storytelling career where I want to reach out and interview and learn from them, but also they've shown some sort of interest in in me in supporting me. And of course, that's going to be something that you need if you're reaching out to a mentor. They need to be uh, altruistically invested in helping other people. But I think the thing that I want to emphasize here today, even though I don't have the answers of finding a mentor, I think whether it's calling someone on the phone or sending an email or showing up at the lobby or sending a DM, there are so many ways that we can reach out to people and just say that you admire their work, that you'd love to have 10 minutes. Like it's, it's right there in front of you. It's Think about right how flattering there. that is for,
1: for the person that's like receiving the message, right? Like mm-hmm. obviously I, I think your example is awesome because you're providing value to them. Right. So right. that's, so, so that's, that makes things easier for sure. But you know, how flattering is it to say, Hey, you know, I've, I'm a big fan of yours. I've you know, I've, I've been following your work. It really has moved me to want to become a better version of myself. You know, I'm, I'm looking for a little bit of guidance on some of the, you know, on, on this particular thing, or some of the things that I'm working you know, I'm working on. And Mm -hmm. I really think that, you know, that, that you can help me become a better version of myself and, and achieve, you know, some of my goals in in some small or some large way. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think that that's, I think it's, it's super fly. Like if somebody came to me with that, I'd be like, yeah, like let me hear a little bit more if I can help in any way like I would love to. So I got to imagine other people would would feel that way as well. The one yeah. caveat I'll make on that and maybe just something for people to to, to consider is, you know, it, it's a it's it's a cliche for sure, but the most valuable thing is time. And I think for um you know, for for probably the person that you're seeking mentorship from especially at the beginning of of this relationship you know, I'm sure that you you want to respect their time. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you could kind of convey to that person, you know, that this isn't like, you know, you need, you need their attention constantly every day, every week, every month. And that it's just something where, you know, you want them to help you course correct. You want just to get their perspective on things. You want to just, you know, send them a text and shoot them an idea and just get their gut sort of reaction to it. Just little things like that, I think is, is, uh, it's a good way to, to at least start the relationship before maybe a mentor gets, you know, you know, very much invested in what you're doing. Um, yeah. One email that, that an important one, thing to consider.
0: One One email that I've written to someone who I was trying to create a mentorship relationship to. I said, as I set out at the beginning of my documentary filmmaking and photography career, striving for those same qualities in my work, I had talked about the qualities that I admired in their work. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe once a quarter or so, I could bounce story ideas off you and show you what I've been working on for a little feedback. So trying to keep it like low touch, low time. Here would be like the kind of commitment that I would be looking for. Um, and that was an email that was received well. So I don't know if it would always be received well, but that one was received well. But I just come. I keep coming back to this, Hunter, because I like want this to be the takeaway of the episode is just like, try just like, yeah, find someone. Well, why don't you
1: tell them about, tell him about the, uh, the hundred DM challenge. This is, I remember <laughs> okay. right. earlier yeah, 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 this yeah. year, yeah, yeah. you had, you had, you had kicked off a hundred DM challenge between you, me and Jay. So why don't you share the so hundred DM challenge? Cause I think it was, uh, it was awesome. And it
0: definitely was a try approach. Yeah. This was a try. This was an action oriented approach and it was also, it took quite a bit of hustle But I was on this was when I was at Sundance Film Festival in February of 2020 and I was on a run in the snow and I was listening to a a Gary Vee podcast and he was talking about this like it's so easy to reach out to people. All you got to do is to jump in the DMs. All you got to do is send an email. It's so easy to reach out to people, but people don't do it. And I was like, he's so right. Like, let me just like (laughs) start reaching out to people. And this wasn't wasn't just on mentorship. This was like reach out to people who I want to work for, uh, telling stories, reach out to foundations that I think are doing great humanitarian work that might need filmmakers or photographers. Like any of this, just reach out to people, make the ask. And so I was on my run. I pull out my phone. I send a Marco Polo video message to Hunter and Jason. I'm like, guys, The next 10 days, we're going to do the 100 DM challenge. Meaning, over the next 10 days, we have to reach out to 100 separate people for any purpose. It could be looking for mentorship. It could be, like I just said, all those. Yeah. It could be any of those examples. But just trying, I was trying to build that habit of like, not being afraid to send a message, not being afraid to not hear a response, and it was a really good exercise. And I think you know, not a t- not many of those 100 DMs got responses, but a few did. A few led to episodes that I did on the Austin Meyer podcast, talking yeah. to to storytellers. A couple of them led to client calls that I had, and it was just you know, I love just creating those little challenges for us. And that's why we have so many of these go get it challenges that are framed this way is because it makes it playful. It makes it fun. And you can do it with the people that you have your call with or your accountability partners. And that gives you just that extra little bit of bravery you might need to say, hey, what do I have to lose? What do I have to lose to reaching out to this person that I completely admire? At the beginning of the pandemic, one of my favorite documentary directors, Matthew Henneman, I knew he was working on a documentary on COVID in New York and I was like, "Man, I'm here in California sitting in my bedroom. I wish I was like working with him." And I had sent emails to him to his producer and I was like, "I'll do anything. Give me tr- I'll transcribe interviews, anything." They didn't need me, but hey, they got back to me. Now they know my name. Now when I go out to New York if I hit him up and be like, "Hey, I'm here again." Who knows what can happen, <laughs> but it's worth just like it's worth just <laughs> It's worth just casting, throwing that cast out there and seeing what you catch. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Um, And
1: that's a great lead in just, you know, you're talking about getting into action and and putting that ask out there and, and just, you know, shooting your shot. It's a great lead into the go get a challenge for this
0: week. Why don't you give the people the go get a challenge for the week? Your go get a challenge of the week is to identify one person whose work you admire or the way they live their life is something that you admire and send them a message, send them an email, make a call. Just try to get into contact with these people and see what happens. And please let us know because we would love to hear stories of the people that you've talked to, the answering machines that you reached or just the pure rejection because we celebrate that just as much as the Ws. And if you know somebody that is uh, that has, you know,
1: started a, a, a board game distribution company in North America and has been successful at doing so and has some insights, please send uh, his him or her my way um, because I am in the market looking for a mentor and I will be doing this <laughs> alongside all of you
0: in terms of seeking out that person and making the ass, baby, making the ass. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Go Get It Podcast. Until next time. Go get it. Let's go get it.